I know, I know, I know. Where were the uploads yesterday? I know, I know. So that new job, you know, it's a warehouse gig. Shit made me tired. I got home. I was gonna make dinner. Set my alarm, take an hour nap. I just woke up. Alarm going off. I just put that bitch out the wall and went right back to bed. I know, I know. Slap myself on the wrist for not doing an upload. My bad. My bad when I'm back. And I'll be doing everything I can to keep a two day upload, uh, two episodes a day uploading schedule. And you know, I'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. So I'll be doing uploads on them. Well, I don't have Fridays off. Not every Friday, most Fridays. But though, for you guarantee we'll have an episode Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Guaranteed. No interruptions, no halts on those. That being said, we have some 900 pages that came out of a out of a Freedom of Information Act, and it shows Fauci lied his ass off, and that Rand Paul has been right the entire fucking time. That's just the 8 o'clock upload. The 1 o'clock upload is... The Waco Wacko got his shit pulled, my friends. That's right, David Chipman. The Biden administration themselves saw, ooh, yeah, he's not going to get it. So they just pulled the plug on that bitch. Without anything else being said, let's get right into today's episode. So, I want to give a little bit of context about this right before I go into it. For the past nearly, what, eight months now, Rand Paul has been grilling Fauci. On the stand, Fauci said there was no gain of function. You have no idea what you're talking about, Rand Paul. Despite Rand Paul being an active doctor who has his own clinic, who runs his own medical operation and sees patients regularly while being a serving member of the government. He's a senator of Kentucky who still, while doing all of his political duties, and might I say he's one of the few politicians out there I actually can stand for and enjoy, but he's one of the few politicians out there who is actually working for people while squeezing in enough time to go deal with his patients and uphold his end of the Hippocratic Oath. And Dr. Fauci's response was quite interesting when grilled about him funding gain-of-function research. Now, if you go into Google, that little trick I told you where you click, you gotta be on a computer as far as I know to do it. You go on a computer or anything with a web browser on it, that's a like, keyboard and everything with a big layout screen, click tools, you date, click dates, put in, oh, 2008 to 2012, and Google. Uh, let me do that right now, actually. And like our good friend Corey Feldman would say, I found that shit Lickety-splickety. Pats off if you get that reference. And my condolences, too. From the Daily Mail. You can also find a New York Times article on this, except for it's behind a fucking paywall. And uh, <laughs> go to my uh, WordPress. I openly explain why big media hates me from our shared past business dealings and how I'm hated by their progressive coverage. Fuck you, New York Times. I'm not paying for your shit. The old great lady of news got fucking dementia. Something her and our good old buddy killing the brown kids Joe got in common. By the way, did you see that chant? That, 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 like three colleges across the country are going, uh, what's it called? Hey, hey. Ho, ho. 
Joe's got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Or, uh, it was, was it, fuck, yeah, it was a fuck Joe Biden. And that was what it was. They were going, fuck Joe Biden. And one of them was at Notre Dame. Dude, you got Catholics cursing? Dude. Anyway. U.S. government gave $3.7 million grant to Wuhan Lab at the Center of Coronavirus Leak Security. Or, uh, scrutiny. My bad. $3.7 million grant to Wuhan Lab at the Center of the Coronavirus Leak Scrutiny. That was... Uh, performing experiments on bats from the caves where the disease is believed to originate it. So in a roundabout way, you could say it came from bats, bats that you genetically fucked with after you got them. And I'm not saying the black, the, the, the Wuhan black market, flu market, whatever, sales didn't go through. You probably had some guy working in the lab, some underling was told to get rid of these bats, and he was like, well, you know, these bats were bred in captivity, they're fairly healthy bats. They look great. I can probably sell these to some fucking fleet market vendor and make a pretty profit. And these things had, uh, you know, COVID in them. Genetically altered, weaponized version of COVID. And this guy sold them to a fleet market vendor, went in some soup. Some cheeky bastards ate it. And those cheeky bastards, I said cheeky, cheeky. I'm just making sure because people get on me because I might say cheeky. But I said cheeky. Bastards went around, ate it, came to America, <laughs> and shit on the sidewalk. And here we are today. Let me just read you the bullet prints off this, all right? The first bullet point. The U.S. National Institute of Health, a government agency, awarded a $3.7 million research grant to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Ah. The lab is the center of several conspiracy theories, is it a conspiracy at this point? Conspiracy theories that suggest that it is the original source of the coronavirus outbreak. The instant point two, or point three, sorry. The, in, uh, uh, I had a burp. The Institute experimented on bats from the source of the coronavirus. Point four. They were captured more than a thousand miles away in Yemen. Oh, wait, wait, what happened in Yemen Square? Just throwing that out there. Point five. Sequencing. The COVID-19 genome has traced it to bats to the U- to the Yuhan Cave. Or Yunnan. Yunnan Caves. Sorry. And the last one is the U.S. government-funded research on coronavirus transmission in the lab over the past decade. And this is all under... The Obama administration, mind you, with Fauci going there and visiting himself. And we have this fun little little uh, little exchange here between my favorite senator and Mr. You have no idea what you're talking about. If you're coming at me, you're coming at science. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. 
What was, let me finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH, one person. Let's read from the NIH gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around <laughs> this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for 4 million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to. And I want to point out something on this. If you watch this clip, it's watch. Dr. Fauci, Senator Rand Paul Clasher in Congressional Hearing, published July 20th, 2021 on NBC's News Channel. I always leave a down vote just because I, I leave, leave a down votes on legacy media. This whole time, this man is fidgeting. Fauci is fidgeting, looking around, looking down at the corner every time he speaks, which is the indication of a fucking liar. I also love how they have the Perel and the hand sanitizer right next to him. Like, like he's about to go all Billy Mays on this shit. Have you tried the new advanced hand sanitizer? Because 100% of everything. Well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know. a minute. Did I can the lab, but all the evidence. He is shaking so much. Like he just pointed at him and his hands like trembling, Michael, like Michael J. Fox reaching out for an ice cream cone. Just pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab including yourself i totally this committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. i totally resent the lie that you are now propagating senator because if you look because. at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is the gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That is Can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were they're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying... Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses... Let me just tell you right now. When you say, but you are implying... That's a verbal trap. Let me let, let me explain something to you. We can talk to somebody, and it's a, a debate or an exchange where one person disagrees with you, and they say, so what you're t saying, or and they're saying shit like, so what you are saying is, or what I'm getting is, and somehow this motherfucker turned... You admit the truth, and you implying... Turned, you are implying the same thing. It's a verbal trap. They're going to try and put words in your mouth that never came out of your mouth. So, uh, let's say uh, you're debating somebody, right? 
and you say it came from a lab. That's all you say. And they're like, oh, so what you're telling me is it had to have come from a place because of Chinese people, right? You're like, that's not what I said. Oh, but you said this. And then they try to turn your words in on themselves against you. It's a verbal trap. And then the best thing you can do is be like, no, what you're doing right now, I'm not going to give you that out. Address it. Point blank. Be like, I'm not falling for your word trap. I'm not going to let you even have the chance to pull it on me. No, what I'm saying is what I'm saying. What you infer from that is your problem. Because I'm speaking as clearly as possible. There's a lot of these. There's a term for it, too. I can't think of what the term is. But there's like a vocabulary uh, a definition for this kind of uh, l- vocal verbal wordplay. Uh, it'll come to me. Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses who come before this committee to respond. And and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent that. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Yeah, the entire exchange, he's sitting there just shaking like a goddamn leaf. We don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S. and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Xi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus and then used this man-made supervirus to infect human airway cells. Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund. Well, while the video loads to give me a perfect opportunity, this man is shaking like a goddamn leaf. Meanwhile, Rand Paul is just sitting there cool and calm. He really makes his father proud, I can tell. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that Ron Paul is the embodiment of the phrase, I told you so. He really is. Like, if I told you so went from the dictionary to being a biological, breathing human being, it would either be Donald Trump, but it would most likely be goddamn Ron Paul. 
That man warned us about everything. Gain of function research in the Wuhan Institute. Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund. You fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain of function research? Dr. Barrett does not do in gain of function research. And if it is, it's according to the guidelines and it is being conducted in North Carolina. You don't think inserting a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function. That is not a minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So do you still support sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the Wuhan Virology Institute. We do not send money now. That's something important I want to point out. People use this clip all the time to point out that, oh yeah, see, he admits that we gave money to the Wuhan lab. No, we, we definitely did. And he said the word now, implying that we used to. I'm not just going to sit here on the fence and lynch Fauci as much as uh, I would just tickle me pink to see that happen. For legal reasons, haha, <laughs> that was a joke comment. Not at all. Not at all said with any fantasy behind it. Nope, that would be a shame to see Dr. Fauci dragged out of his home and and strung up in the streets. That's uh, wishful thing. Wishful. I mean, joking. I'm joking. Yes. America should not pull a a, a, a Paris. America should not go off rent right now, King Louis style. Wink, wink. But gain of function is when you take a virus that's naturally occurring or a disease in general doesn't have to be a virus and you make it more dangerous this is typically done in the hopes of making a virus strong enough in a like in a controlled environment that you can also create a vaccine or a treatment for it so if it ever did get out there you have some prepared to fight it why are we doing this this is just creating the very monsters that we are so fucking terrified of to begin with but what if hepatitis got even more contagious? They went out and killed people. Well, you're right. It's a good what if, except for the fact that you are making it. The fact that you have a version of this that exists in a lab somewhere only increases the chance of it getting out into the real world instead of it just occurring naturally. Because occurring naturally, a billion and one things could fucking happen to it. It could go extinct for all we fucking know. Uh, hello, polio. Right? Well, Lou Gehrig's anybody? These diseases are, well, Lou Gehrig still exists, but it's like on the way out. Polio is extinct. Like, it's eradicated from the gene pool. Now, when you have it in a lab, you cr- you introduce this risk to the entire planet of one fuck-up, right? One lazy fuck, one person not following the protocol, or one guy having a bad day that day, and not doing their job properly, and next thing you know... It's out there in the world. You've manifested your greatest fear, and it's been released onto the public. That is what happened with COVID. Now, gain of functions, in this case, refers to taking a disease that is only exchanged amongst bats. 
bats and other other animals of the sort. By the way, I want to point something out. You mean to tell me, in all of China, this bat cave, right, where bats were a thousand miles away from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, not one poor homeless Chinese guy, which that's a massive chunk of the fucking population, didn't eat a bat and get and catch a cold. And that entire time, you mean to tell me that not one bat-loving motherfucker sleeping under a bridge did not eat one disease-ridden bat and get COVID, if that's where COVID originated from. I find that very hard to fucking believe. On top of that, it's a known fact that bats and other weird animals have been sold at these Wuhan labs forever. Forever and a fucking day. And we're just now, within the last 18 months, finding out about it? Really? Really? Something seems rather suspicious here, doesn't it? But no, says our favorite fucking guinea prick, Fauci. Right. Money, we did, under your tutelage, we were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a... Ah, this is buffering. But now the the claims being made, and I believe it to be true, is Dr. Fauci approved funding to a Wuhan lab, which he did, and it was signed off by the Obama administration, sent $3.7 million research grant to a Wuhan Institute of Virology. To the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So they are. And in this very specific case, gain of function was taking disease found in bats and making it contagious to humans. Now, this is going out there a little bit, but I want to remind you, Dr. Fauci was in the exact same position of power in the 80s when he was in charge of responding to the AIDS epidemic. AIDS, a disease only found in monkeys that suddenly spread to humans. Nothing weird here, folks. Go on back to your sheeple-like days of sleep and slumber. Mind not what the government do. Pay your taxes. Right. I think we should all just John McAfee our fucking taxes and just not pay them, bitches. Because uh, your money goes to grants that go to China. Yay. Sub-agency and a sub-grant. Do you support the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been infected. Oh, wait, what? What was that? There was no gain-of-functions research, yet it would have been irresponsible for you to have looked into COVID-1? COV-SARS-1? No gain-of-function research here, folks, he said in the previous trial. And now he's saying, you know, well, you know, it'd be irresponsible not to look at this, at this contagious virus only found in bats. That's now in humans. That leaked from a lab that 
we granted millions to. I said billions. I want to make sure I said the right thing. Perhaps it would be possible to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain of function research. I don't favor gain of function research in China. You are saying things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain of function, such as yourself, say that COVID-19 mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. Barrett developed forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture that the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrick named the technique the noceum technique because the mutations appear naturally. Nicholas Baker of the New York Magazine said nobody would know if the virus had been fabricated in a laboratory or grown in nature. Government authorities in the U.S., including yourself, unequivocally deny that COVID-19 could have escaped a lab. But even Dr. Xi in Wuhan wasn't so sure. According to Nicholas Baker, Dr. Xi wondered, could this new virus have come from her own laboratory? She checked her records frantically and found no matches. That really took a load off my mind, she said. I had not slept for days. The director of the gain-of-function research in Wuhan couldn't sleep because she was terrified that it might be in her lab. Dr. Barrick, an advocate of -of gain-of-function research, admits the main problem that the Institute of Virology has is the outbreak occurred in close proximity. What are the odds? Barrick responded, could you rule out a laboratory escape? The answer in this case is probably not. Will you in front of this group categorically say that the COVID-19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory? I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain of function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You support it in the US. We have 11 labs doing it and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. you're fooling with Mother Nature here. You're allowing super viruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous. I think it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States. And we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you should investigate where the virus came from. But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, no matter you're how parsing many times words, you're parsing you say words, it, there it was research. Happen. There was research done with Dr. Xi and Dr. Barrett. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airway cells, and they did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain-of-function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute and Dr. Barrett. You can't deny it. Senator Paul, your time time has expired. Dr. Fauci, I will let you respond to that. We need to move on. Excuse me? I will allow you to respond to that, and then we'll move on. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say, I I don't know how many times I can say it, Madam Chair. We did not fund... Quit fidgeting your fucking hands, you lying guinea. Jesus. Jesus. And I can say that. I got some Italian in me. My sausage is Italian. 
keeps fidgeting with his fingers. He's angry. He's turning red. He's almost like, uh, you're being called out, bitch. And mind you, in the previous trial clip I showed you, he said there was no investigation done into these bats. We did not do any of that. And now he's saying it would be irresponsible for us to look into these bats, but it definitely was not for gain-of-function purposes. He's slowly, slowly confessing shit. Did you get caught stealing money from the bank? No, I wasn't even at the bank. Well, we have pictures of you at least at the bank. I mean, yeah, I went to the bank, but that was to withdraw money. I didn't steal money. Gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Thank you. Senator Smith. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the... I just want to point out something. Uh, <laughs> hey, this video is on Forbes. It's Rand Paul versus Dr. Fauci. They have three most recent Senate hearing clashes. And it just pops up this last one right at 1527 uh, on, their, on their video here. Titled text here, and in smaller text, titled text here, Forbes. Come on. It is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet... Gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals, but not humans, to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. 
Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Oh, my God. Fucking ad. What's this bald bitch crying about? I don't give a fuck. Some bald, crying, Charlie Brown-looking kid. <laughs> so pragmatic. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you were referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain. All qualified staff that he hired is on his payroll, mind you. As not being gain of function. Yet 300 doctors from the world's leading medical institutes signed a document that said clearly, yes, this is COVID, or uh, yes, COVID SARS-2 was a gain of function byproduct. But all the guys that work for this guy, they, no, no, they, that's absolutely not. What was, when let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase the transmissibility to human, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH, one person. Let's read from the NIH. Function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among animals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance, and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for 4 million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's let some Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting. Let me... How long do we have it until he goes, Mr. Paul, I did not have gain-of-function relations with that laboratory. How long How long till we get to that point? I mean, come on. You lying prick. Evans is on the wall, and don't worry. That 900-page document did not evade me. It's pulled up right on my computer. Oh, that sucks. I just wanted to give you guys some context. I wanted to prime you. In Lubia, I did not want to go in raw. I love you too much. We finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can from the lab, but you. all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You. And there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally. This committee resent, will allow the witness to. Respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is the gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. That is not get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. You are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, 
and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you I admit the truth. And you implying. Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent that. Have and if anybody and is have lying been. here, Senator, it is you. Senator Paul. Dr. Fauci, in a recent British study, David Wiley and others found that no symptomatic reinfections from COVID-19 after following 2,800 patients for several months. In fact, there have been no reports of significant numbers of reinfections after acquiring COVID-19 naturally. Shane Crawdy, a vir virologist at La Jolla Institute for Immunology, concludes from his experiments that the amount of immune memory gained from natural infection would likely prevent the vast majority of people from getting hospitalized disease, severe disease for many years. In this study, which was published in Science, Dr. Crody showed that antibody levels stayed relatively constant with only modest declines over six to eight months. Dr. Crotty reported that notably memory B cells specific for the spike protein or RBD were detected in almost all COVID-19 cases with no apparent half-life at five to eight months after infection. In other words, Dr. Crotty found significant evidence of long-term immunity after COVID infection. Furthermore, Dr. Crotty noted B-cell memory to some other infections has been observed for as long as 60 plus years after smallpox vaccination, or even 90 years after natural infection with influenza. That was a woman who got the Spanish flu, still showed immunity 90 years later. So rather than being pessimistic towards people gaining immunity after they've had COVID, or had a vaccine, studies argue for significant optimism. In fact, there have been no scientific studies arguing or proving that infection with COVID does not create immunity. There have been no studies showing significant numbers of reinfections. Of the 30 million Americans who have had COVID, only a handful of reinfections have been discovered. In fact, the New York Times reported last fall, more than 38 million people at the time worldwide had been infected with the coronavirus. And as of that date, fewer than five of these cases had been confirmed by scientists to be reinfections. Scientists interviewed for the article concluded, in most cases, a second bout with the virus produced milder symptoms or none at all. Given that no scientific studies have shown significant numbers of reinfections of patients previously infected or previously vaccinated, what specific studies do you cite to argue that the public should be wearing masks well into 2022? I'm not sure I understand the connection of what you're saying about masks and reinfection. We're talking about people who have never been infected before. You're telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people who have had the vaccine yeah. or have had the infection are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's you not. a vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let, let's get down to the facts. Okay, the studies that you quote from Crotty and Sete 
look at in vitro examination of memory immunity, which in their paper they specifically say this does not necessarily pertain to the actual protection. It's in vitro. And what study can you point to that shows significant let, reinfection? There are no studies that show this, significant let, let, me, let me finish the response to your question, if you please. The other thing is that when you talk about reinfection and you don't keep in the concept of variance, that's an entirely different ball game. That's a good reason for a mask. In the South African study conducted by J&J, they found that people who were infected with wild type and were exposed to the variant in South Africa, the 351, it was as if they had never been infected before. They had no protection. So when you talk about reinfection, you've got to make sure you're talking about wild type. I agree with you that you very likely would have protection from wild type for at least six months if you're infected. But we in our country now have variants that are circulating. Significant reinfection. What study shows significant reinfection, hospitalization, and death after either natural infection or the vaccine. It doesn't exist. There is no evidence that there are significant reinfections after vaccine. In fact, I don't think we have a hospitalization in the United States after the two week period after the second vaccination. Yeah, you have a death in the United States. You're not hearing what I'm saying about variants. We're talking about wild type versus variants and now there what proof is there that there are significant reinfections with hospitalizations and death from the variants none in our country zero well because we don't have a prevalent of a variant yet we're having one what can i finish we're having one one seven that's becoming more dominant policy based on conjecture no you have it isn't based on conjecture so you some you want people to wear a mask for another couple years you've been vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show. No, you can't get it again. There's almost there's virtually zero percent chance you're going to get it. And yet you're telling people with them that have had the vaccine and have immunity. You're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear masks who've been vaccinated. Instead, you should be saying there is no science to say we're going to have a problem. About to run out of time. Yeah, let's finish up this last little bit right here. From the large number of people who've been vaccinated, you want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. You want people to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we have immunity there. And yet your emails say something entirely different than what you're saying right now. Yeah. In the emails which I've talked about in previous episodes of the podcast, or at least I've referenced them in previous episodes of the podcast, used for specific quips and corpse out of them. Uh, yeah, they are theater for the most part. And then later on down the road, you said, well, I was actually surprised to find out they did help against the flu spread, but they're far too small for the particles that come with COVID. You, you said they were too small to catch any of the droplets air theater if you already have immunity you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others you're not wearing a mask because of any size. i i totally disagree with you in public if you could respond so that we could understand the difference between the uh, virus itself and the variants and the reason for a mask i'm sorry ma'am i can't 
if you could um, respond to the question so that we could all understand the difference between the vaccine in uh, controlling the wild type versus the variants that are out there and the reason for wearing a mask, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, yes. First of all, when you have a variant, you have an immunity that you get with convalescent sera and the same sort of thing. If I vaccinate you or me against the wild type, you get a certain level of antibody that's specific for a particular viral strain. If there's a circulating variant, you don't necessarily have it. You have some spillover immunity to be sure, but you diminish by anywhere from two to eightfold the protection. So the point I'm saying is that there are variants in now circulating. The point that Senator Paul was making was that if you look at wild type only, there is some clear cut credence to what he's saying. But we are living right now in a situation where we're having a dominance of 117, which was the original UK. We have a very troublesome variant in New York City. Yeah, and by the way, uh, I can't really do an episode on this, but many reports are talking about how the Mu variant, the Delta variant, and uh, what's it, Incognito or whatever, the, the third variant, are all pretty pathetic especially compared to the wild type, which he's referring to as the default COVID-19 that we've been dealing with for the last 14 months, six, 18 months now. It's fucking September. Uh, yeah, they are more contagious, but symptomatically they are pathetic. They're even less deadly than the previous stated. Now, those are just fraction here reports here and there. I want to wait until we have something more concrete or a more in-depth research analysis that I can actually read through for a podcast episode. But just note, absolutely right now, it's bullshit. These new variants are any more dangerous. And on top of that, the emails have shown that Fauci does not believe these masks to protect against COVID-19 in any fashion form or any variant in any fashion form. On top of that, uh, the description on it says, I titled these by date, and I can't remember which date it was. It had to have been this week. But a research document out of, uh, fuck, tired, out of Israel showed that people who had both the, who already had COVID and got one dose were far more protected against COVID-19 than anyone else on the planet. And those who had never had COVID-19, but were double vaccinated were far less protected with far fewer antibodies against it. And the main purpose of having a vaccine, like the flu vaccine, by the way, the flu vaccine, they're really just playing a guessing game. They're like, we think this strain will be the dominant strain. And then they publish it. Now, they don't always get it right, and they're not always correct on that. A lot of times they actually get it quite wrong. Now, oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, sorry, the fish were being weird. I want to see what was going on with them. But with the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, the research document I read did not specify which one it was, of course. Otherwise, I'd have a specific name to call out right now. Actually, doesn't create that many antibodies against COVID-19. In fact, it actually opened the yoke to be more likely to catch COVID-19. And with that, COVID vaccines actually have a degrading in effectivity rates across the board. And that's regardless of which version you take, because I believe a report was saying, I haven't read this report fully, but Tim Poole was talking about it, 
that these vaccines are all chemically the exact same, interchangeable with one another, meaning which one report about one vaccine likely applies to all of the vaccines. Now, there's also been some reports out there that talk about how they've been genetically altered since the first batches came out, and that's specifically true with the Johnson Johnson ones, which have been recalled like three fucking times. But, Ugh. I lost my train of thought. A five two six. We've got two variants in California, a four two seven, four two nine, and we have a number of others. So we're not dealing with a static situation of the same virus. That was the only point I'm making. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Senator. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Madam Chair, Dr. Fauci. Thank you for setting an example. Uh, over the course of the last year for Americans. You have made it clear that masks save. Dr. Fauci, we don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that... Oh, yep, this is the retreading of one we already watched. Now, let's move on to that fun little paper I was just talking about. From The Intercept... Mind you, The Intercept is a very liberal publication. A theory out there put by uh, Greenwald himself was they actually did this uh, Freedom of Information Act request or lawsuit to get this information to prove Dr. Fauci was telling the truth, but ended up proving that Dr. Fauci was fucking lying through his goddamn teeth. Now, funny thing about that little bit of fuckery is they still released the documentation anyway, even though it was one of the most condemning things ever published about Dr. Fauci, and specifically the Obama administration for funding these research labs. But they still published it. Now, regardless of if they're trying to prove Dr. Fauci right, and end up accidentally proving it wrong, or if the whole goal was just to see what happened, get it out, they still published the papers. They're a left-leaning outlet, if not just a outright liberal publication but they still publish this document which I'll give them credit for it. It's actual journalism. It's what journalists need to be doing more often. Not just going out there trying to feed the echo chambers. Actually trying to get publications and news out there and we greatly appreciate that. Now, new details emerge about coronavirus research at Chinese lab. More than 900 pages of material related to the U.S.-funded coronavirus research in China were released following a Freedom of Information lawsuit by The Intercept. You hear that? By The Intercept. Again, it's great work. I want to say thank you. I love it. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Now let's... Uh... And this was by Sharon Lerner and Mara... Vistadov, published September 6, 2012, uh, 2021. My dyslexia, dyslexia came back for a split second there. New released documents provide details of U.S.-funded research on several types of coronavirus, uh, coronaviruses at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. The Intercept has obtained more than 100 pages of, document, of documents detailing the work of Eco Health Alliance. Remember how in the clips I played you, he said there was no connection between the Wuhan lab and Eco Health. Yeah, 
He lied. He committed perjury in front of Congress. But now will he actually be punished for it? I fucking doubt it. Now, a U.S.-based health organization that used federal money to fund that fund bat coronavirus research at the Chinese laboratory. The trove of documents included two previously unpublished grant proposals that were funded by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, the NIAID. Translation, the department Dr. Fauci himself is the head of and has been the head of for over 40 years. The same natural, uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases that Fauci said did not give money to this lab. Before he promptly changed his story around the next trial, or hearing, I should say, where he said, well, it wasn't for for any sort of uh, uh, gain-of-function research, which we now know to be a lie. Back to the article. As well as a project update relating to EcoHealth Alliance's research, which has been scrutinized amid increased uh, interest in the origins of this pandemic. It's an in-depth, it's endemic at this point. It's going to be a yearly thing. Watch. The documents were released in connection with ongoing Freedom of Information Act's uh, litigation by The Intercept. That can't be the right word. Yeah, lit- litigation. That's what threw me off. Okay. Let me just start from the top of that one. The documents were released in connection with ongoing Freedom of Information Act litigation by the Intercept against the against the National Institute of Health. The Intercept is making the documents fully available to the public. Quote This is a roadmap to the high risk research that could have led to the current pandemic said Gary Ruskin, executive director of the U.S. Right to Know, a group that has been investigating the origins of COVID-19. I have to bookmark that. I've never heard that name before. One of the grants titled, quote, Understanding the Risk of Bat Corona Emergence, outlines an ambitious effort led by EcoHealth Alliance. President Peter Daszak. This should sound familiar at this point. You did just watch him get his name dropped by Fauci and Paul multiple times. Peter Daszak. To screen thousands of bat samples for novel coronavirus, the research also involved screening people who work with live animals. The documents of the documents contain several critical details about the research in Wuhan, including the fact that key experimental work with humanized mice was conducted at a biosafety level three lab in Wuhan University Central for Animal Experiment. And not at the Wuhan Institute of Biology, as previously assumed. The documents release additional questions about the theory that the pandemic may have begun in a lab accident. An idea that Daszak has aggressively dismissed. Yeah, because he's part of that. And he fervently, actively dismissed the same way Bill Clinton dismissed Monica Lewinsky. The bat corona vi- corona grant, oh, excuse me, the bat coronavirus grant 
provided EcoHealth Alliance with a total of $3.1 million, including a $5,999,000 grant that the Wuhan Institute of Virology used in part to identify and alter bat coronavirus likely to infect humans. Even before the pandemic, many scientists were concerned about the potential dangers associated with such experiments. The grant proposal acknowledges some of those dangers, quote, Fieldwork involves the high risk of exposure to SARS and other coves while working in the caves with a high bat density overhead and the potential for fecal dust to be inhaled. So wear a mask, wear two masks, wear a whole fucking box. Alina Chan, a molecular biologist at the Board Institute, at the Broad Institute, said the documents show that Ecolab Alliance has reason to take the lab leak theory seriously. Quote, in this proposal, they actually point out that they knew how risky this work is. They kept, or they keep talking about people potentially getting bitten. And they kept records of everyone who got bitten. Chen said, quote, does EcoHealth have those records? If not, how can they possibly rule out a research-related accident? Kind of hitting, hitting the nail on the head, aren't you there, sweetheart? According to Richard Ebright, another name that got dropped a lot in the clips I just played you, a molecular biologist at Rutgers University, the documents contain critical information about the research done in Wuhan, including about the creation of the novel virus. Quote, the viruses they constructed were tested for their ability to infect mice that were engineered to display human-type receptors on their cells. Translation, it was designed to infect humans. That is a loose, roundabout way of saying, yeah, we've designed these mice to be susceptible the exact same way and identical to how humans are infected. And this virus was designed to infect them. Not only does that say this virus is designed to affect humans, it admits it was gain of function from one species engineered to infect another. Lying prick. Able to infect humanized mice. While they were working on SARS-related coronaviruses, they were carrying out a parallel project at the same time on MERS-related coronavirus, Ebright said, referring to the virus that causes Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. <laughs> Asked about the grant materials, Robert Kessler, Kessler, communications manager at EcoHealth Alliance, said, quote, We applied for grants to conduct research. The relevant agencies deemed that to be important research, and thus funded it. So I don't know that there's a whole lot to say. Are you, it seems that there's a lot to fucking say, actually. The grant was initially awarded for a five-year period from 2014 to 2019. Funding a renewed funding was renewed in 2019, but suspended by the Trump administration in April 2020. The Uncle Donnie right there with the big dick swing and saying, no. 
he was probably thinking, where do scientists get off playing God? Reminds me of a quote. Uh, oh, God, why can't I think of his fucking name? Oh, God, his name escapes me. Oppenheimer. Yeah, Robert Oppenheimer. When he saw the detonation of the first nuclear blast, he uttered, Science now knows sin. Do you want to know what the general next to him said? What is sin? It's one of the most powerful quotes in world history right there. And it shows the dichotomy we're dealing with right now, in my opinion. The closest relative of SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19, is a virus found in bats, making the animals a focal point. For efforts to understand the origins of the pandemic, exactly how the how the virus jumped to humans is a subject of heated debate. Many scientists believe it was a natural spillover, meaning the virus passed to humans in a setting such as a wet market in a rural area where humans and animals are in close contact. Now, again, I did not rule this out as a possibility, but here's my take on it. It's a stolen take, mind you. But it's a good one. So, it's my take. Wink, wink. You had some lab assistant who was told to get rid of these COVID-positive to- COVID bats that they were being tested on. And he looked at him and thought, hmm, you know, these are really good-looking bats. They were raised in captivity, raised in a lab for science. You know, they, they seem pretty healthy. They, they got a lot of meat on them. I bet I can make some money selling them to a guy at a, at a wet market. So, he did. And he killed these bats and sold them, and then it spread all over China. Because people were eating the bats at the wet market. That still means it leaked out of a fucking lab. Again, that's just my speculative takeover on it. Anyway. Biosafety experts and internet sleuths who suspected lab origins, meanwhile, have spent more than a year poring over publicly available information and obscure scientific publications looking for the news, or looking for answers. In the past few months, leading scientists have also called for a deeper investigation of the pandemic's origins, as President Joe Biden, who in May ordered an intelligence community study on the issue. And on August 27th, Biden announced that the intelligence inquiry was inconclusive. Interesting. I didn't investigate your old bosses, and your boss said, if you investigate me, expect nuclear war. That's actually a thing China said. If you investigate us, we will go for nuclear war. And then, when the investigation continued, they built silos. And when asked about it, they said, we want to build enough missile silos to make America quake. And send shivers down their spines. Real quote here. Real quote here. Biden blamed China for failing to release critical data. Uh-huh. Not only did they fail to release critical data, you failed to pressure them to do it because you're scared of a nuclear war kicking off underneath you. By the way, China, if you're really so innocent, why are you threatening war on people? Because that's totally not like an 80s villain thing to do. If you go tell them to cap what we, what we did here, or I mean what we didn't do here, we're going to break your legs for talking. 
right. But the U.S. government has also been known has been slow to release information. Uh, that's true. The intercepts initially re-questioned the proposal in September 2020. Quote, I wish that this document had been released in early 2020, said Chan, who has called for an investigation of the lab leak origin theory. Quote, it would have changed things massively just to have all the information in one place immediately transparent in a credible document that was submitted by EcoHealth Alliance. Yeah, there was also a bunch of doctors at Harvard who said that they had early on suspected it to be a lab leak incident, but they were scared to come out and say that because they didn't want to be connected to Donald Trump, even though their independent inquiries had linked it to no other possible outcome. So they just dropped the research documents and then discussed them after Trump had gone out of office. True story. Look that up. I like giving you guys homework. The second grant, quote, understanding risks of zoonotic virus emergence in emerging infectious diseases hotspots in South Asia was awarded in August 2020 and extends through 2025. So, like Dr. Fauci said, we're not giving them money anymore. Yes, bitch, we are. Oh, yes, we are. Trump stopped it, uh, but it's been reinstated. And it's not going to be stopped by this depless dotard we got in the Oval Office right now. The proposal, written 2019, of 10 seems percent of what 2019 okay often seems present seems to have a present focusing on scaling up and deploying resources in asia in case of an outbreak of quote emergent infectious disease and referring to asia as quote the hottest of eid hotspots Quite a damning article. Now, from my buddy, Tim Pool of the Tim Cast at TimCast.com. Has a nice little summary I'll use as the cherry on top. Article begins. Over 900 pages of coronavirus research info at Chinese Lab released. Following the FOA lawsuit documents regarding the work of the Wuhan Institute of Virology are now public. Let me see how much time I have left on this. I got plenty of time to read this, bitch. Documents detailing the work conducted at the Wuhan Lab of Virology in China have been made publicly available for the first time. The 900 pages of the documents were obtained by The Intercept through ongoing Freedom of Information Act litigation against the National Institute of Health. The collection includes specific information regarding EcoHealth Alliance, a U.S.-based health organization, and its use of federal funding to research bat coronaviruses. The outlet also received two grant proposals funded by the National Institute of Health Aller of Na National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Fauci's department. Gary Ruskin, ex uh, executive director of U.S. Right to Know, said, "Quote: This is a roadmap. Roadmap." of the high-risk research that could have led to the current pandemic. Could have? Rather optimistic there, my friend. U.S. Right to Know keeps a compodium or a compendium of information regarding COVID-19, including declassified reports 
about its origins, transparency failures, and record of accidents, leaks, and or containment failures. One of the grants outlined the process for screening bats for novel coronavirus, as well as screening people who worked with the live animals. Quote, bat the bat coronavirus provided EcoHealth Alliance with a total of $3.1 million, including a $5,999,000 that was dollars that was the Wuhan Institute of Virologies used that at the what, really $599,000 that the Wuhan Institute of Virology used in part to identify an altered background of virus likely to infect humans. The Intercept reports, quote, even before pandemic, many scientists were concerned about the potential dangers associated with such experiments. The grant proposal acknowledges some of those dangers. Fieldwork involves the high risk involves the high risk of exposures to SARS or other codes while working in caves with bat density overhead and potential fecal dust to be inhaled. Uh lost my place for a second. The Intercept reports, even before the pandemic, many scientists were concerned about the potential dangers associated with such experiments. The grant proposal acknowledges some of these dangers. Fieldwork involves high risk. Okay, I already wrote that. Okay, high risk exposure to SARS and other coves. While workers, while working in caves with high bat density overhead, and the potential for fecal dust to be inhaled. Determining the origins of COVID-19 outbreak has become a controversial subject. While many biosafety experts believe the virus was caused by a lab outbreak, the Chinese Communist Party and EcoHealth Alliance President Dan Desik, Desak, sorry, among others, have determined this, have denied this possibility. In May, President Joe Biden gave the intelligence community 90 days to investigate the coronavirus origin. In a statement, he said. He received a report that the virus short of the virus shortly after taking office, including quote, including whether it emerged from human contact with infected animals or a laboratory accident. He added that the intelligence community was split over the two theories and did not believe there was significant information to assess one uh, to assess one to be more likely than the other. Yeah, well, May wasn't 90 fucking days ago, though. Sorry, May wasn't 90 days ago. And this is already out. So I want to know if they're going to do a follow-up after it's actually been 90 days. Oh, yeah, shit, I guess it has been 90 days. I just, God, this year's flying by so fucking fast. Holy shit, this year's going by quickly. My God. He added, the intelligence community was split on the theories and did not believe there was significant information to assess one to be more likely than the other. Mr. Biden's statements came as CNN reported that the president's administration this spring shut down a State Department investigation into whether the virus could have leaked from a Wuhan lab, deeming the probe ineffective virus, ineffective use of resources, reported the BBC. 
Oh, that's interesting. On August 27th, Biden announced the investigation was inconclusive. Let me just read that for the people in the back. Mr. Biden's statement came as CNN reported that the president's administration this spring shut down a State Department investigation into whether the virus could have leaked from a Wuhan lab. So what I just said about the 90 days thing doesn't even fucking matter because he shut down the investigation before the 90 days was up anyway. Mm. Well, hopefully I've given you guys something to chew on for today. That's your 8 o'clock upload done and in the mail. And quit bitching at me for not uploading the last day and a half. Fuck, I got one episode out day before yesterday. Leave me alone. Fuck. Anyway. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, James Madison, and this has been Inside Four Walls. I'll see you back here at 1 o'clock.